yeah, they were just like, yeah, you're, we're going to pick who you're going to end up with. And they have to be approved by every single member of the church. And I was like, um, I'm actually not down for that. Oh, honey. Welcome to Oh Honey Podcast, where you get the sticky and the sweet with Summer and Amanda and Lauren. <laughs> Thank you for having me. So Thanks for coming. You, Slumber party. Let's you go. told us this is your first pajama. Uh, this is my first pajama. I'm kind of loving it. Yeah, it's it looks fun. great on you. you it's really really okay. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. And the stuffed animal. Yeah. I mean, this is my therapy you animal. Oh, he's so sharks. cute. We love. We love went, sharks. <laughs> I went swimming with the sharks recently, actually. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. How was that? It was scary. Oh, in and the Bahamas. Fun. Yeah. 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 They're like they're like dogs though. Kinda. Yeah. The teeth. A little bit. Scary. Really scary teeth. Well, Lauren is a fitness instructor, trainer. You have a huge following that follows you mainly for your fitness videos, right? Yes. And then you also have a book out, a bestseller. Yes. Called Banished. Banished. Yes. That dun, came dun, out dun. in twenty thirteen. Yeah. Um, Banish is about my former life. Um, I actually came from like a strict religious cult. Mm. Um, and so I lived there for about seven years and um, my family's still there. So I'm not really associated with it anymore. Wow. My family, my mom, my father, my siblings are all still there and they're pretty judgmental of people and really, really strict in their religion. And so I kind of talked about how I went from like normal life mm -hmm. to cult life for seven years, like strict rules and judgment and protests of people and then how I got out and how my life's changed. Well, I want to talk about that here because that's obviously super interesting because yeah. it's not like you can't. It's different. Yeah. So how did your family end up in that occult? Yeah. How old were you yeah. when you got into it? I was about 14. So I'd kind of been living a normal oh. life, like a super normal life with my family. And my dad went to go do a documentary on mm -hmm. this church. It's a small church in Kansas. Uh, it's called the Westboro Baptist Church. And they're very cult-like. They're judgmental of like gays, military, Jews, rel different religions and things like that. Super judgmental. And my dad actually went to do a mockumentary. So he was actually going to mock this cult in this yeah. church. And when he spent a whole summer with them, he kind of like got indoctrinated into it and decided to bring my whole family there. So I was about 14. My sister was 10. It was just my mom, my dad, me and my sister that got like indoctrinated into it when I was 14. And I was there until I was 21. Wow. Yeah. And wow. your mom was just like, yeah, cool. Let's do that. Like, <laughs> Actually, yeah. my mom was really against it. I mean, they hold these crazy signs, you know, like condemning people, saying God hates certain people and stuff like that. And she was definitely against it. My yeah. mom was like raised more like Catholic and mm -hmm. she had a lot different beliefs. Mm -hmm. And uh, she definitely fought it in the beginning. But I don't know, like my dad was just super persuasive and yeah. she kind of like, slowly got into it a few years later and she just been there ever since so. was it like an ultimatum for her kind of probably yeah yeah, yeah. it's like do this or we're done yeah or the family's gonna be ripped yeah. apart. exactly yeah yeah so That's and when i was there my parents actually had two other kids there too so my family started to grow so i think she feel like she felt like she probably needed to be there you know mm -hmm. since she had two younger ones so how many siblings do you have i'm one of four Okay. So, so are you not, did your parents have the other two when you in were the still church. there? Yes. So, so after, you know them? 
Well, after we joined the church, my parents had two other little ones. So I have one that's 16 years younger and one that's 19 years younger. Mm -hmm. And so they grew up in that mentality, in the cult mentality. So they have no like idea of life outside or people outside of it. Mm -hmm. So I feel like they're, you know, more likely to be brainwashed into it than like maybe me. I had exposure to like normality, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah. Do they have internet? They have internet. Yeah. They're not allowed to have social media accounts, oh, really? but some of them like try to anyways, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not like allowed. I mean, actually, we were super forbidden from everything. Like my dad stalked my phone and my computers. He would check my search history. He would check my cell phone records to see who I would like text or talk to or call. Mm-hmm. Like everything we did was like heavily monitored. And Even yeah. when you were 20, 21? Yes. What definitely. was the thought process behind that? Like what was his reasoning? I think they wanted to control our thoughts and control yeah. like our... Um, like our, just everything that we're supposed to believe and do. Yeah. And it was just heavily controlled. So like I wasn't allowed to associate with girls or anyone outside my family and mm-hmm. outside the church. So I didn't have friends or acquaintances or anything. We weren't allowed to date. We weren't allowed to like basically have any exposure to other thoughts and ideas. Mm-hmm. So I think they did that to control us and so that we would believe mm-hmm. their beliefs. Were you homeschooled? No. We actually had public school. Oh, so you were allowed to go to the public school. Yes. So we were yeah. publicly scrutinized by everyone at school. So yeah. just imagine the awkwardness <laughs> yeah. of high school times a million because right. you're in a religious cult and you're making fun of all of your other classmates. Yeah. And you're a weirdo that can't And everyone like, knows that you're in a cult. At, yes. At school. Like I picketed my school. Would I, like do people lunch. in a cult call it a cult? No. Definitely yeah. not. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah, like, no, yeah. they definitely won't identify as a cult. They they think they're a church. They think they're the only people that believe in God and like everyone else is doomed and like they're so uber religious and mm-hmm. would they have to barf. pick your significant other? Yes, they actually so when I was there, they were actually like they, they create all these man made rules that are like hyper controlling. But when they were when I was there, they were like, Yeah, we don't believe in marriage anymore or if you are gonna get married, you have to get married to who we say. So when I was there, there was about like 70 members. It's a bit contradicting. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely all the time, which is why I kind of like started fighting against it and wanting to leave myself. But yeah, they were just like, yeah, you're, we're going to pick who you're going to end up with and they have to be approved by every single member of the church. And I was like, um, I'm actually not down for that. Yeah. And, and the people inside the church were basically like brothers I grew up with. I'm not going to date them. I'm not going to marry them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I was like, eh, I'm not cool with that at all did you guys live um all in the same type of neighborhood because i know some cults like they all live in like a congregation (laughs) yeah like yeah Yeah. it was kind of like that like there was conjoined houses that and they would slowly start taking over the neighborhood they were like buy this house because it's right next to this house right next to this house and then they had like this block where the backyard was conjoined and like all of us kids were just like in this backyard yeah (laughs) so it was definitely kind of like so you have no with your husband (laughs) Uh, not at that time but yeah yeah, technically yeah yeah. i was younger i was like a teenager then yeah you have no communication with your family now not really no i mean my my dad has talked to me recently i actually did like um i went to go do an mtv documentary that was like on the cult and then like how i left and like what my life is now and they tried to like catch us like meeting up for the first time in years on camera and I was like, I don't know if he'll do that, but I'll do it, you know, like mm. if he wants. And he was saying he was going to do it and then he didn't end up doing it. So, um, but yeah, I had a little bit of communication with him then. Like I talked mm. um, on the phone with him for a couple hours and then, but he will not let me talk to my mom. He won't let me talk to my siblings. Wow. He's like super controlling. controlling. Yeah. 
Would you say the guys like in the family were the ones more in control of everything? Yes. And it became yeah. more like that. Like when I first started, they kind of like started morphing the rules and getting like tighter and tighter control. Mm -hmm. Like they would like say, this is the dress code. No, wait, this is the dress code. You have to wear longer pants they and just looser kept pants. Adding yes, to it. adding like, more. We and more. like this. Power. Like, like, yeah. Like yeah. at first it started when I when I was joining my like we were outsiders. Mm -hmm. So like we weren't accepted into the community. And then like my dad like did a bunch of things to like become like more religious and more like in control, like one of the higher up people. And then they, he became, and then once he became like in control, like all the men decided like women don't make decisions anymore. So like women were like cut out of like church meetings, women were cut out of decisions. And like the men just started like taking over like this dominating, like, I don't even know what you want to call it. Yeah, it just sounds like a bunch of guys with a lot of egos yeah. just finding an yep. excuse to control their wives. Express that. <laughs> yeah. Control their wives. Yeah. I'm surprised they haven't like moved on to something else, but yeah. Yeah. Well, like, would you say that their reasoning is, like, they truly believe it's for God? They, for I think what they, they are doing? They justify it that way. Yeah. But, I mean, there's so many contradictions that, like, it's like you can't possibly... You believe. Yeah. Like, you have to know. Yeah. And so that's actually what I started doing is, like, I mean, they, they made us study the Bible every day for seven years. So mm -hmm. I, like, knew verses and, like, what would be contradictory, what they were doing versus what. Yeah. And so, so I would bring stuff up, like, how about this? Like, God says this, and we're doing this, and they're like, oh, we're judging geez, people. Like, shut attention. up. Please shut up. And, and they're, they're like, like you need to be quiet. Her. You need to stop. <laughs> you were the reason that You're the gonna... women were silent. <laughs> <laughs> like, probably. like, this is dangerous. Uh, <laughs> like, no <laughs> more of you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. Um, we need to get her out of here because she talks too much. She asks way too many questions. <laughs> She's too smart. Yeah. Let's she knows out. too much. Yeah. She knows too much. Yeah. Almost. It's like, yeah. but that's crazy. Would Would you say that you guys had different, were there rituals? Were there like just weird things that everybody would do together? There, there were weird things. A thousand percent. Like we, one summer we like would pray for like dead people. And I was like, this is super weird and like psycho. Like we would get all of us, like children, everyone down on the ground, like hands, like hands in your head, like praying for like the destruction of America or praying mm. for like something bad to happen. They got so twisted. Oh, they were praying for that? Praying for it. They were literally wow. like saying God causes calamity, tragedy, the death of soldiers, the death of so like- So just praying for more of it. Yeah. So I was like, okay. this is super weird. Like it yep. was like this really weird feeling. And of course we protested like funerals and events like that. So I remember when I was like 18 or 19, cause you don't get to choose what picket you go to or protest mm. you go to. Your parents will just send you to these places and you show up and you're like, I'm picketing a funeral, a child's funeral, like what? And I was like 19, I was holding a sign and they also like make the signs for us too, obviously. Mm. So, and it said like, thank God for dead children or something. And I was like, oh my God, I cannot be here. Like, and there's media coming and showing up. Like they're gonna yeah. interview me. They're gonna take my picture. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, this is so twisted. And I just like knew that moment, like I'm getting out. Like I'm not gonna be yeah. staying here. So how did you chills. finally That's get like... out? Like, I wanna like know your journey. Well, it was a really weird thing because I knew, I was already questioning the beliefs and like the doctrines like early on, like 19, 20. But I mean, I, I had to finish getting my college degree. So I got my nursing degree and um, was living at home with my parents. And I had little siblings that I kind of like secondarily raised. Like I was, there was, there was so, I mean, when I was 16, I started raising my brother. When I was 19, I raised my sister. So I was like their second like mother, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So I had a really strong bond with them. Mm -hmm. And like, I did not want to leave them. So mm -hmm. I knew if I started fighting my parents on like the rules and like what they're doing, or I started really like pissing people off with like, I don't believe this. I'm not going to pick at this. I'm not going to do this. They were going to kick me out. Mm -hmm. So I knew if I did that. So I kind of like was in this weird phase where I don't want to lose my family. I don't want to lose my siblings. I don't want to like abandon them, you know? 
that I was just like not ready for it. But slowly but surely, like they knew that I weren't, I wasn't gonna follow these things anymore, that I didn't believe it anymore. Mm -hmm. So I think like my dad just wanted to kick me out so I wouldn't be like an influence on the children. Mm -hmm. um, it's like you were the bad, so you got yeah. kicked out. She didn't leave us, Yeah, you kicked her out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that that went down and, uh, and like right after like he kicked me out, which he didn't even, like it was super sudden. He was just like, the church decided you're not here anymore. You need to pack your bags, leave, like go to a hotel right now. Like you're not, you're cut off from the family. And you he, had no money, so you didn't have a job or anything during this I, time? I, I had a, I just started working as a nurse at the hospital for about six months, so I had a little bit of money. Yeah. But um, the thing is, they, they, they believe like the children are supposed to pay for everything. So mm. like I'd been working since 11 or and I've been it sounds paying. like the best like yeah I had so much situation for the guys no, at I, the top. I know. <laughs> for the, yeah. Also, yeah. A child slave. Right? Like, yeah. If I was a man, <laughs> I might. <laughs> so Kidding. yeah, I like paid for my parents' bills and stuff. So I didn't have a lot of money saved up. Saved up. So I had to like, yeah, yeah. start over. But mm. the heart, like, were you heartbroken? Or oh, yeah. were you just like, hell yeah. <laughs> oh no, I was super heartbroken. I was yeah. not ready. Because the decision was made for me to cut me off from my family. Like yeah. I, there was, it was just absolute. Like I couldn't come home for dinner. I couldn't talk to my siblings. My my there was dad- just no goodbyes? No, my dad was just like, you're out. And like, he told my siblings, I'm not part of the family anymore. Like he erased yeah. me from like the, um, the family photos. And yeah. like, it was like super sudden and super twisted. And I was just like, what, what's happening? I thought we just were yeah. fighting over- Religion, but I guess he I'm erased not... you out of the family photos. Yeah, he like sharpied my face out of the family <gasps> photos. Wow, isn't that it's That's it insane? Was, and I came home one day, like it was like two weeks after, and to get more of my stuff because they kicked me out with just like a bag. And my siblings were super young, like they're three and five, and they're like, "Oh, you're not part of the family anymore." And I'm like, "What? This is super twisted. Like this is the mentality they teach the like, kids." Bye. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. by to my fam, my parents, but yeah. Yeah. That's so that's so twisted yeah. that they would like to turn your little siblings. That's yeah. Hard, especially when they feel like they're your kids too. It's like, yeah. oh my gosh. Yeah, it was a babies. lot. So I was not elated to begin with, but then like mm -hmm. slowly but surely, I was like, oh god, this is blessing in disguise. Like, I would have so... just grabbed them and ran. I know. You just, you just <laughs> them. Uh, we're going somewhere now. Come with us. So, yeah, did yeah. you move from there, or did you live oh, man. there a little bit? And then... it's such. I lived in Topeka, Kansas, which is one of the boring, most boring places on earth if mm -hmm. you've ever been there. But so there's nothing there. Um, and once I was working there, so I had to stay for a little bit, but I just didn't like living there anymore. It's like, I got kicked out of my family. I had no family and friends. I wasn't allowed to make friends before that. So I didn't have a lot of friends. Did you know how to make friends? <laughs> Not really. Were you a little awkward in the beginning? I was definitely awkward. <laughs> super awkward. You're like, do you read the Bible? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, um, remember me when I picked you at high school? That yeah. Was, uh, do you want to be friends? Hi. Right. They're like, um... <laughs> No. Uh, actually, I gotta go. I got. But you stayed in the same town. You didn't. Um, I, for you... about six months, yeah. and then I was like, I gotta get out of here. This is not healthy. And yeah, because so, you're running into. And I ran into them all the time. I ran into the grocery store and stuff, and I was like, Ugh. God. You just wouldn't talk to each other. You just so like look down or look. Away. I'd be like, Hi, and they'd be like, We don't know you, and I'm like, Okay, you but guys we are live creepy. In the same town. You guys are creepy. They yeah. acted creepy, like really creepy. So I was yeah. like, eh, I can't be here. I'm, I'm over this. And then I'm, I ended up moving to Connecticut. Oh, um, yeah, I think it was like six months or no, a couple months later I moved to Connecticut. Where in Connecticut? Did um, you move? I moved to like near West Hartford. Okay. Area. I lived in East Windsor. You did? For a oh, while, wow. for like nine years. Oh, yeah. wow. That's a long time. Yeah. I bet we know a lot of the same people. There's like, I feel like everyone in Connecticut knows each it's other. Small. Yeah. Yeah, really small. And then people yeah. live there and they stay there and they never leave. Yep. 
<laughs> and then I was like, ah, I'm actually like, don't again, stay here. <laughs> so then from Connecticut, <laughs> where'd you move? Oh, so it wasn't, um, so once I started, so I, okay, how do I even start this conversation? Okay. So, um, once I got into like fitness, that was like my in next big thing. Yeah. I like started doing fitness shows. I did like six bikini competitions. How did that happen though? I don't know. Like I just decided I need some like exciting things in my life. I want yeah. to get in the best shape of my life. I'd already been married for like two years and I wasn't having kids. I'm like, you know what? Let me just get in good shape and yeah. stuff. So I did <clears throat> the bikini competitions. I did like six shows in 12 months. I got like super addicted to it. And like the process of just getting in shape and getting stronger. And then I was like, okay. And then a bunch of people at work were like, oh, how'd you get in good shape? And I was like, oh, let me teach you. And I, mm-hmm. I became a trainer. Lauren Jane Fit. Yeah, Lauren Jane Fit. What doesn't yeah. Lauren do? She's a nurse. Yeah, I know. <laughs> She's a good personal trainer. I, like, I stay in. doing new things. Like every two years, I start challenging myself. What's next? Yeah. How, um, do, well, how did you, let's backtrack a little bit. How did you find your husband? Okay, like, so when I moved to Connecticut, I just started, I guess I started dating. That was like my first time dating. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what, 24? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I met him actually on Match.com. Oh, pre, really? Pre-Instagram days, pre-Tinder days. Oh, awesome. You know, it was online and everyone was, it was like super sketchy to meet people online back then. I was like, oh, you're online dating? Like, yeah. That's weird. You're like a rebel. Did you I'm put, like, was it like, <laughs> what was your bio on Match.com? Oh my God. <laughs> I should pull up my old photos. They're probably yeah. so funny and creepy. I'm adventurous. Um, like a flip phone I like photo. to work out. Yeah. <laughs> like, check out my eyes. Like, <laughs> um, I don't remember my bio, but it was like, you could fill out this whole long profile, like about yourself. Like, oh, I'm into this. I'm into that. Mm-hmm. And I saw Dave. Actually, I had people messaging me, but he was the one and only guy that I messaged. And I was like, hey there, buddy, can I take a ride on your motorcycle? Like, it was, like, oh, yeah, super creepy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Do you remember his pictures? Yes. Was he one of the ones with, like, a selfie picture? He had, like, 12 to 15 photos. And back then, that was a lot for guys. Yeah. Like, guys didn't have any photos. They had like, photos of, like, their exes, like, cropped out. Like I know. They're, like, she knows. <laughs> she, she, like, she made him take the he, photo. He, like, <laughs> actually had photos of him on, like, a, it was, like, I think the first one was, like, him wheeling on a motorcycle and then, like, a bunch of other photos like here's me at the bar like my buddies and here's like uh, yeah me like hiking so at and least you queen. can like see all the angles yeah he like, has he really a cute? pretty diverse profile i was like this guy kind of knows what he's doing and he takes good photos i'm like okay i can hang with this and when did you kind of reveal uh your history to him oh on the first date yeah i was just like <laughs> i was like, like hey hey i'm a little socially awkward i haven't dated a lot before <laughs> you're actually my first date <laughs> <laughs> you're my first date did you google me yet i actually said that did you google me yet and he's like uh what? oh it was on google yeah oh yeah my lauren drain if you google lauren drain oh so, no i didn't stuff. know if it was like at the when you guys met i didn't know if it was at the point of uh, well i had like my all my family history my my name was attached to like me protesting and stuff so i, I had my name like you had, in so interviews there's and, pictures of you with pickets yes oh <laughs> <laughs> Like, good thing you're open about it now because yeah. your fans pull up some they're like, like uh, Lauren um, what's, uh, what's this all about throwback like throwback Thursday it's like uh, it's like okay. hence the book like yeah let me, let me explain let yeah. me explain yeah exactly right. but yeah. see that's good like we have a lot of questions on here about like being open about things like well yeah I mean past, like always just the internet's kind of forever key. like you can't hide what's out there you yeah. know somebody somewhere has your dirt so you better just I'm just so like hooked on this this cult thing because I'm like <laughs> I know, isn't it like mind blowing? Yeah. I kind of already know a lot because I've known Lauren for like ever. Yeah, so yeah. I already know a lot years. about it. So it's like well, I'm, I'm like our listeners being like, wait, what? 
Yeah. No. <laughs> Interrogate me. Yeah. I don't mind it. <laughs> are, are, were they like violent at all? Is it a violent um, call? Not really. It's like more, more like, like, a... like verbally abusive. Oh, like they just it. like so... said a lot of nasty things to people, wrote a lot of nasty things in signs. But like they would just stand on the side, like corner of a street, just like holding their signs and like people driving by like, what the hell is this? Yeah. And they'd just be like, God hates you. Like you're going to hell. Mm-hmm. So they like chant things at people, but like not physically violent. Yeah. But so pe- they don't come after you now if you talk bad about the cult, then they're like, I know, right? They're yeah, we're good, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, know, they're, they're not like physically, but they are like really legally. They're, I think like a whole bunch of them are, are attorneys actually. Oh, wow. And so they they're like study up on this. Yeah. So yeah. I like, when I wrote my book, I was actually kind of scared to like write half the things I was writing and reveal half the things I was revealing. Cause I'm like, are they going to take me to court? Like, what yeah. is this, you know? But it was like, I wrote as a memoir, so it's like my memory of what happened, not necessarily like facts, but yeah. I definitely revealed a lot about the church. And yeah. like, there was like abusive things, toward, like the pastor who's now since passed away, like there's some talk about, speculation about that, mm. you know, like mental health issues and like stuff like that. So I kind of like reveal a little like bit of dirt. Originated at yeah. all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. It's so interesting. It is. It's like mostly control, though. Control yeah. and like trying to be like say anything to get in the media. They'll mm-hmm. say the craziest things. Just so like, now, yeah. do you know what they're doing? Have like, do you ever see anything in the media about that? I don't or? follow them like that. Like, I'm just kind of like distance myself from like that whole drama, and I, I don't. I didn't want to be known as like the ex coat girl. That like that's all I talk about. You know. Yeah. Like so, I kind of moved on with like the fitness and like you know training people and like yeah. having my own and life. Here I, I am. But the cult, though. She's like, can we move on? Amanda's like, no, 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 no. Like, let's sidetrack into that. Um, So, yeah. No, okay. But we can move on topics because, like, yeah. I don't mind talking about it, but yeah. It's like I didn't want that. Something different, you know? No, it's every day we get Something different. (laughs) Yeah. We don't get to get this every day. When I think of a cult, um, like, and it's not obviously not funny, but like, (laughs) it can be Smith, Unbreakable. Have you guys ever heard of that show? It's on Netflix. I don't watch like, a lot of TV. I'm the worst. She, so she was a, she was actually on The Office as like, and her role was like the worst assistant. She like, I don't know if you guys have seen The Office. Yeah, I love The Office. Yeah, I've seen she, The Office. She held the front desk and she was like Michael Scott's like assistant. Yeah, Anyways, yeah. she has a show about her coming from a cult and her and these girls were in this space like basement forever and they finally get out and they like escaped from the cult and then it's just all comedy. So it's like comedy? <laughs> yeah. So it's like my mind immediately goes to that. It just goes to that. Goes to that. Like that's what it's like. Little, but it's not. When I think of cult, it's like I a think real of thing, like though. people like sacrificing people and stuff. Well, there's, there's levels, there's, I think. There's definitely levels. There's a lot of different types. There's like, you got yeah. like the more, there's like Mormon, like with the polygamy stuff going on. You have like the Amish. Like I've met a lot of like cult survivors and there's like different stories they all have to tell. But at the end of the day, they all are about control, like mm-hmm. controlling people's minds, controlling what they think, what they believe and what they do. Mm-hmm. So like, that's like really the thing, but they all have different levels. Like well, there was- seem, You seem very like normal. Do I? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you Hard yeah. <laughs> cut to us cutting the cameras and then. Let's see. You know. I love it. You see, pretty normal lords. Like I never said no, I wasn't like, normal. I am normal with no, them. No, it's like you, like you, like even talking about it, you make it seem so like. Oh, like, like yeah. it feels like a former life. It feels yeah. like it was like a life that I had. And now I have another life. I don't yeah. know. It doesn't feel like you're not. Yeah, it's like you have like almost. And I wouldn't say this. I'm sure like you're just having conversation, but. It's like almost like, yeah, you're like, you've got through that emotion of that experience and you've like dealt with that. Did you go to counseling or anything for it? I actually, I remember when I was like working and I was 
and I was like told by a bunch of my coworkers, you should go to therapy. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I didn't believe in therapy. Yeah. Like, I was just like, no, like, that's such yeah. bad stigma. And I refused for a long time. And then obviously I did. But I think when I wrote the book, mm-hmm. it was like super therapeutic and Release. like the feedback I got from it. Cause I was super nervous to put it out there. Cause I was like, what yeah. are people gonna judge me for? Like, mm-hmm. you know, are they gonna hate me for life? Cause I did these things or, you know. So I was really nervous to put it out there. But like, people are super like, I don't know. They'll share their stories. We're like, thank you for explaining this to us. We just hated them or we thought they were crazy or we didn't know what to do about this. Or we didn't think of the people there as real people. We just kind of thought they were all nuts and like, yeah, yeah, exactly. They're like, it's sadly brainwashed a little bit or forced to do things that they don't want to do. And the kids raise, they don't know any better. They think, yeah, they don't know. This is like their world. They really don't. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I just, I also wanted to put out there too. So like if anyone wants to like leave one, they know like you can, you can have a life after it. You know, you could like, completely change your you know who you are and what you look put at out you there. <laughs> hey <check> yeah <laughs> you live in vegas now yeah oh cool we actually just moved there like five months ago i was oh. living in la for like three and a half years yeah so i like la but i don't know i wanted i needed a change i guess i always she loves changing change. i like yeah. changing that's <laughs> like, awesome though like yeah really change the scenery someone who's really content yeah. with where they are in life probably would stay in that cult but you're like no i need no i need things. something different i need some change and what let's just change? touch base on yeah. how strong of a human lauren is like how can you imagine getting shunned by your whole family? Yeah. That's insane. Like That's you, like you, so like that's the worst breakup in the you world. could ever have. It's like a breakup with everyone you know at the same time. Yeah. It's like what? Like, yeah. It's like, very like mind boggling. Family, like oh, that's, yeah. that's insane. So props to you for being a well, strong ass woman. Whoop, whoop. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. a, it's true though. I mean and now with your husband and your relationship with his family, like what's that like? I mean it's that's normal. Like, he has he has a good family. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's normal. I mean, it's good. Mm-hmm. Like, they're super supportive. Like, um, he comes from a Russian family, so they're ah, a little different Russia. in how they approach things. Yeah. <laughs> a, little, a little harder about things. No, but he, it's a good family. They're super supportive. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, super close with all of them. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. But, I mean, I... It's like his family and then like I've built a lot of friendships. So I think like it forced me too, right? like the fact that I got, you know, kicked out or whatever. Or I left this cult like it forced me to like reach out to people and connect with people. So mm-hmm. that's that was like my thing. Like even with like social media, I really wanted to like connect with people, share my story, inspire, motivate, you know, through fitness or like through all those avenues. Like it became a drive for me. It became mm-hmm. something I enjoyed. Whereas I think if I some people that might maybe didn't go through something like that might not have like be as driven, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. We so. have your own family now with Dave yeah. and your dog. Dave she has the cutest dog. dog. What's his Ma- name again? Max. Max is a cute. He's so cute. He has like a human personality, I feel like. What he, type of dog? He thinks he he's really a human. Does. He's a puggle, a pug and beagle mix. Aww. And he does. He has like personalities, like different facial expressions. Yeah. He'll do anything for food. He does high fives. He opens doors. Is that your first dog? Uh, no. You had one before? Yeah. I have had one before. I had a pug before. So oh, I'm not okay. a puggle now. Is did this you guys, your first, like, you child have... dog, though, between you and your husband? <laughs> you guys get it together? Yeah. yeah. I have them together. Du- like, dual custody. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, especially now, because you guys are together. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. Max. Shout out to Max. <laughs> All right, well, let's dive into our honey pots, And this is where Ooh. our fans write in and send us their diary entries and wanting to get advice on love, life, and relationships. So okay. let's do our best. Yeah, we don't really know much, but we try. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Oh, honey. I've been off and on dating a guy for three years. We just got back together for the fourth time. 
I really want to make it work, but I'm worried that we will break up again. Do you think it's possible to end up together if your relationship is on and off from the start? That's a good one. Okay. Um, <laughs> I like, definitely think it can work out. It just mm -hmm. depends if you're willing to like work on things. Like the one thing is I've been, I've been married for almost six years. So mm -hmm. obviously whenever me and my husband are fighting or things are going down, like you have to work on it. You can't just like walk away. You're married. You're like, uh, okay, we got to figure this out. Mm -hmm. So I will say there's been ups and downs like for myself and you know, you just have to be willing to know like if you're work willing to work on it. If, if there's something he's willing to work on, if there's something you're willing to work on, you know, just come into compromise. But if either party is not willing to work on it, it won't work, you yeah. know. And if you keep revisiting the same issue over and over, that's also something that's like kind of a red flag. It's like, uh, okay, yeah. something's got to give, you know. Yeah. But it's definitely possible. It's and like compromising a little bit. Yeah. Especially when you're like in a marriage. It's like, all right, like you need this. I can you know, do that. And well, yeah. <laughs> and we also, we, we work together. So for us, there's like another level of stress, you know. Mm, it's right. like. I have my ideas of what we need to do for business. He has his ideas. And, like, we have to, like, kind of, like, butt heads every single day over that. Mm -hmm. So we have to be willing to, like, pick our battles, you know, like, okay, like, pick our deal breakers, things like that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah. But, like, any long-term relationship goes through phases. You know, you have, like, your honeymoon phase. Everything's so amazing. Oh, my mm -hmm. God, we can do no wrong. And then you're like, oh, wait, he's got flaws. Yeah. And he's like, she's got issues. She's crazy. You know, mm -hmm. you guys are way you past realize We're way past that one. Way past that one. Yeah. No, but then you like, you go to other phases like friendship and trust. And like, you know, if you can build a partnership or business like with your partner, it's, it can be amazing and it can be really empowering, but it can also be frustrating because mm -hmm. like you're both like super passionate, dom passionate yeah. dominant, stubborn. Yeah. Then you got to like work through that too. But. Mm -hmm. it's like it is compromise but yeah if someone's not willing to change like you can't and you're revisiting the same issue over and over like yeah. that's when you're like okay maybe we need a break yeah I don't know and I think if it's so on and off like could be a timing thing too like yeah if it's just okay not the right time again like yeah, bye definitely. and then hi or different goals <laughs> if you if you find yourself like seeking a different goal in life as someone else then that's never really going to change if those goals mm -hmm. are different you know so yeah. I don't know. I guess it depends on the issue. Yeah. Here. I think I think she's just more so wondering, okay, we've been dating on and off. Like, am I wasting my time doing yeah. this with this guy? Is 100%. it worthwhile? Yeah. Like in a marriage, like is it gonna be so much on and off that even in dating in the honeymoon phase it's an on and off yeah, yeah. kind of thing? And I think that's something to consider too, that even in like early in a relationship, if there's already issues when you don't even know fully each other yet too it's like it's gonna be hard yeah yeah, yeah. and it also depends on why they're breaking up like you know yeah. it's like he keeps cheating on me it's yeah like, oh, oh, no. okay but it's yeah. like on and off because you know it's always depends on the situation because yeah. there's w reasons yeah. why they should not be together why they're on and off but then it's like, yeah, like just stupid things where it's like okay they're on and off but it's like if he's doing treating you bad girl just yeah get out you don't need him <laughs> yeah get out yeah Treating yeah. bad, cheating, those are kind of deal breakers. You yeah, know I mean? it should be a deal breaker. Mm -hmm. And there should, should be like progress, like not like the same exact thing happening or worse. Mm -hmm. If the same thing or worse is happening, like that's a huge red flag. Like get out, you know? Yeah. If all your friends hate him, get out. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, so yeah. true. <laughs> yeah.
I'm like, yeah, yeah. Unless you, unless you have well. shitty friends. But I mean, if your friends aren't shitty, then. Yeah. Right, right. If you have good friends around you that, yeah. you know. Usually they're going to yeah, like want to see it outside perspective. Sometimes girlfriends can be a little jealous because oh, of they're like, oh my God, like they want a boyfriend or they're jealous that. They don't have you anymore. They want yep. to go out and party. They want to have like, you, you don't again. Need that guy. They come party with us. <laughs> come we, out for they some miss shots. you. They miss. They want. <laughs> yeah. They want you. You yeah. know. Yeah. They're they jealous your of your relationship. Back. They're jealous of your time, and they're like, "Hey, I want that back." Yeah. Yeah, I've definitely had that. Experience. So <laughs> it depends on the friend. It depends on the situation. Yeah. You know? All that stuff. But overall, I would say if it's so on and off, and you're not sure about it, and you feel, your gut is telling you you're wasting your time, probably are. Yeah. Yeah. Save yourself. You have to listen to your gut. Yeah. Guts are always true. the gut. True, no, true. they really are. You know. We gotta love the oh, gut. honey. Trust the gut. Trust the gut. Let's do question number two. Question number two. I've recently come out of the closet and I'm not that young. I'm in my mid-20s. So I kind of scared to get into the dating scene because everyone else is so experienced and I spent most of my years hiding and not socializing. Do you have any suggestions? For how I can get into the dating scene and meet people who are out of my normal circle? This is a perfect question for our Lauren. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think mid-20s is old mm-hmm. by any means. I know, right? Who's telling but, them? <laughs> yeah, I'm so like, if you think you're old, like, I literally started dating in mm-hmm. my mid-20s, like 24. So you have plenty of time to get out there. I mean, I left a cult. I had to start my whole life over, figure people out, figure out what dating is, and... Uh, so you just put yourself out there, slowly meet different people. And don't, I wouldn't say go out with the intention of meeting someone to date. Just meet people and like, you know, experience things, learn. like Make friends. Yeah, make friends. Like you're going to have way more fun doing that if it's forced and you're like, oh, I need to meet someone. I need to immediately be in a relationship. It's not, it's going to feel forced and you're going to probably trap yourself into some like not fun relationship right away. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just feel like just have fun with it. Go out with your friends, meet people. If you vibe with somebody, like let it happen. And sometimes mm-hmm. Amanda knows this. Being friends first, making that friendship it's, is the best way of better. Relationship. That's what happened mm-hmm. with me and Dave. We were friends first for about a year, I think. So yeah. he had just got out of a relationship. I I did too, like about six months before that. So I had like a brief relationship for a year and a half in Connecticut before I met him. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like we were just friends first. So we like we we did the dating thing, but then we went straight into more of a friendship for like a, almost a year. And like we built trust, we like we shared like we're super open and honest with each other, and we're like, okay, we're not ready for commitment or whatever, mm-hmm. and that made it so much better because now we established like the core things: trust, respect, honesty, mm-hmm. and then like you can add like the fun part of a relationship on top of that. Yeah, right. yeah. So you've obviously dated people before your husband. Yes, because you just mentioned yes. that. Yes. But do you remember your first breakup? Like, cause you yeah. Was, and how did you get through that? Like, was that, like, super devastating um, for you? Or was it kind of like, eh, eh it didn't hurt? <laughs> uh, well, I was wanting to get out of that relationship. So, like, oh, I... Oh, that I, makes a difference. Yes. Huge so it was difference. way different. Yeah. So I was, like, I was I was basically holding on for a while because, like, his mom was pressuring me to stay in the relationship. And he was super depressed and he wasn't getting through school. And so, like, I felt the need to, like, help him with his life. Like, it was more of an obligation towards the end rather than, like, I'm so in love with you, like, I need to be with you, you know, and he kind of started not, like, wanting to help himself, and Mm -hmm. I I just felt like I was like, okay, you need to go to school, you need to go to your classes, you need to do this and that, and Mm -hmm. and on top of that, he was being, like, verbally abusive to me, so I'm like, oh, so I'm going to help you with your life 
while you're dragging me down. You're like, like, I don't need this ah, again. I'm get out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was definitely the one to like end that mm-hmm. relationship. So it wasn't really devastating for me. I guess yeah, when, you're the one you. break, when you're the one breaking up with someone, you're not. Yeah. A, you're very good at that. I think a lot of girls can learn from that too. And guys even of like, when it's an unhealthy relationship, whether it be like family, yeah, <laughs> family or, or rela- friends, whatever it is, it's like being able to realize when for your own health and your own mental health, you know, being able to just yeah, you have off. to walk away and like it. It doesn't always have to be like forever. Like if you're yeah. not sure, if you're like, oh, I'm not sure if we should break up. Like bad things are hap- keep happening, but I don't know if we're supposed to be apart. Just separate for a time period and see what happens. Like, yeah. see how you feel, see how the person reacts, mm-hmm. see if th- there's any changes. Like, you cannot discover things without being on your own. Like, you can't discover like your own progress, personal progress, or like if you still are in love, or you're gonna miss them or not. Even just for a couple weeks, like it makes. I feel like it helps a lot, like with your clarity. And I was like, yeah, I definitely still feel like I want to be away from him, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and he got a little psycho. He kind of like came stalking me and like attacked me the worst. it was what? a freaking really? worst yeah it was really bad oh, oh my gosh been through it yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeez, she just he literally nonchalantly yeah. came he attacked he me attacked beat me. my yeah. ass yeah she always says it so casually I'm like, I'm like what what well I'm yeah like, I don't want to give him too much like of our time but it's right. just like he did he stalked me and he like he I was dating other guys and like he would stalk them and like he was like, oh, she's my girlfriend. And like, and he would be, try to beat them up. And like, oh, God, it was, it was so much so drama. How did you just like get rid of that? It's gone now? That's- it took a while. Yeah. And I, like, I was scared there for a while that every guy I dated, I thought he was going to like hit up and like let well, let's them Let's not know. give him any attention. Yes. Or any re- Thanks, yeah. girl. Just, like, but he doesn't like, even have a name. Yeah. He doesn't even you have just, a name. Like, started, it. You started yeah. dating <laughs> and then you had dogs. <laughs> so like, you're just very strong in the sense of you can date. And then you had a bad relationship, but it doesn't stop you from having other relationships. Cause yeah. you, you know, and just like how you come from a cult where it's like the religion, it doesn't stop you from having a relationship with God. And like, it doesn't make you go the opposite yeah, way. Yeah, what is your kind of, I guess, are you super religious now? Or are you? So I wouldn't call it religious. I don't yeah. really like the Spiritual. term religious. Yeah, yeah, cause I feel like it's tied to so much bad things and negativity. I'm not like denominational. I just, I literally, I believe in God. I do my own thing and I don't put it in people's, like push it down people's throats. Like mm-hmm. I really hate when people get like in your face, you gotta do this, you gotta mm-hmm. believe like this, you gotta wear this. Mm-hmm. Like to me, that's just super like aggressive. labeling and aggressive and yeah. like judgmental. So yeah, I don't yeah. do any of that. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah. I just, yeah, I have my own beliefs. Like I study on my own. I pray on my own. Those are all like things I just do on my own, you know? Yeah. See, I'm the same way. Like I just have my relationship with my heavenly father and that's no one else's business. Yeah. And like I you don't need to prove it. And that's, that's exactly. So. And I'm not going, if someone wanted to know more and someone wanted to get to know Jesus or something, I'm not going to not tell them. I want them to know, but yeah. that's what makes people hate. Yeah, yeah, but you religion. can tell yeah. when someone wants to know. Like they're yeah. gonna ask, or they're like, "Oh, you, you know, you study, you pray, like whatever." They'll ask you questions, and yeah. you can start talking. But if you literally just go around like preaching at people, and like they're just like, "Oh my god!" I feel god, like at that point, it becomes annoying. more of a, a sense of like, "I'm, I'm good." I'm yeah. You're like, trying to prove like, yourself yeah, all the time. Like, That's yeah, what and like the cold like, that came from. We were always like, "Like we're so great," and like, it's "Oh my," like, I was so disgusting. I think it and comes through. Off. I think yeah. it comes through as who you are as a person, how you treat others, how. That's yeah. that's how I show Those, that I love God. Yes. You know, it's oh, not yeah. like I love God. You you're gonna go to hell if you don't. Blah blah blah. It's more like yeah, you treat people kind and you're just a wonderful person and it shows through. Experience it that way. Yeah, I agree. Same thing for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm a full believer in karma. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in karma too. Actually, yeah. I think what goes around comes around a thousand percent. Yeah, it's all about energy. Yeah, good. good energy. Yes, yeah. it'll come around. Like I've. 
I don't know, even just like in the social media industry, I've noticed like people like trying to like always like climb the ladder and like mm. use people and abuse people. And it's just like, what you're that's going to come around and bite you in the ass eventually. Like just do good to people, collaborate with people. Like, I don't know, don't expect like, anything in return. Yeah. yeah. And people are going to recognize that and they're going to like vibe with it, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like expectations are a huge thing that people kind of like mess up with when they go into relationships or even friendships they're like oh you're my friend like you have to do this 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 yeah. it's like oh you just mess up the whole friendship already yeah you know definitely yeah no no expectations just yeah. like and be willing to give not just take like mm -hmm. there's definitely a lot of people that just want to take yeah 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 but, yeah uh, people don't want to like grow relationships and be like a friend they just want to use and abuse and then be like okay thanks bye but, but when you find the people that genuinely do want to like lift others with them and like those are the people that you just tend to keep and grow with so. yeah. yeah and then you do grow. big things with each other like me and amanda yeah <laughs> oh like honey me. oh honey <laughs> and i have a pajama party yeah pajama and your party. first ever pajama yeah. party it's been the best and you've brought yes. some I brought of your gifts own for you guys oh my this god my, i love gifts this is my this is um, new part. collection <laughs> it's called like, good angel you guys, since you guys oh, both wow. like to work out yeah workout clothes oh, wow. super soft material let's show a little smiley face Rip right into that. Yeah, I got I you guys. Like I know you guys like matching sets, so I got you three matching sets. Oh, really? Yeah. Awesome. Oh, I love this. This is so incredible. Hey, when did you start I this? I know these girls. I started. Um, <laughs> like, I know these girls. <laughs> yeah. I started this like three months ago, and I. Oh, wait, the bras oh, are actually great launching this quality. Week. Oh, Feel it. Feel it. Do you like that? This is really good quality. I love Ooh, it. Yeah. I yes. design. I. They took about and two support. years to design it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, girl. Got to prop up the boobies. Mm -hmm. So you got matching sets. And I got oh, you the scrunch, scrunch booty. booty. Oh, yeah, girl. I love a scrunch booty. Who doesn't love a scrunch booty? <laughs> Guys, like hit up Lauren's Fit Angel, so angel Fit or Fit Angel? Fit Angel Collection. Fit Angel. Fit yes. Angel. And we'll put all your um, links. Perfect. Of the, Thank you, guys. Description. All that this is amazing. Stuff. I can't Super wait to see cute. you guys in a like little twin workout video or something. I know. That'd be dope. Now yeah, we have no, all sure. the good stuff. Do you guys do workouts together sometimes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we do. Um, uh, actually, Amanda's Big building out her height. garage to be a gym. Yeah. So. Ooh, I want a little fitness studio in I there. I love that. Yeah. So, That's like a dream together. to have workout at home. Yeah, yeah I, I want to do home, like an indoor-outdoor gym. gym where it's like kind of like you got trees and like yeah. it's like a cool like nature vibe. Oh, yeah. I love that. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Well, we got so much cute stuff. Make sure you guys check out the links in the bio to check out all of her fitness gear. Her book, even though it's from 2013, is still super, super interesting. If you no. want to know the story. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm going to get it. Obviously, yeah, I'm, I'm super it. interested. We're super And then also her profiles, all of her fitness stuff. You guys need to check it out. And make sure you subscribe to our Oh Honey podcast on YouTube. Thumbs up this video if you're watching it. Mm -hmm. Comment below. Give and us make sure you listen to us on the go yeah. on Spotify, iTunes, um, Apple Play. You're doing so good, Ooh. Summer. I love this. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> She's really nailing it. <laughs> and so just download us and listen to us on your way to work, on your way to hang out with friends, Working at out. the gym. Yeah, exactly. Anywhere, guys. Perfect way to get through cardio, actually, the podcast. Yeah. See? Yeah. Do it that way. <laughs> and send in your diary entries at diary at ohoneydiary.com. Love you guys. Bye. Love you. Bye. Oh, honey. Oh, honey. Oh, honey. Diary LLC makes no warranty or guarantee as to the accuracy or sufficiency of the information featured in this podcast.
The information and recommendations presented in this podcast are general opinions only. This podcast should not be considered professional or expert advice. Reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own discretion. Oh.